Every empire needs a leader to encourage, energize, and elevate them. We are Eskimos Empire, and this is the Eskimos Coaches Show with our leader, Jason Moss, brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where you can earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeService.ca. Here's Morley Scott with Jason Moss on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. Good evening, everybody. Football is back after a long offseason, after three weeks of training camp, after a one-and-one preseason. We're ready to roll. The Eskimos will open up the 2019 regular season on Friday night on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium against the Montreal Alouettes. And to talk about that and a whole lot more, it's Eskimos head coach Jason Moss joining us. Hey, Jason, welcome back. Thank you. Great great to be back. Uh, a new season is upon us. Another training camp in the books. Tell me about training camp from your perspective. Different this year, a lot of new players and some new coaches as well. How did it go for you? Yeah, I thought it went well. I mean, uh, we had an objective uh, going in, which was to get this team to gel as fast as possible. A lot of team chemistry talk and, um, you know, we had our, our preseason games were so close together and so close to the start of training camp that we, we had to prepare our guys fast and furious. Uh, I think we accomplished that and, you know, to go in one and one, um, we got a lot of uh, guys playing the, both those games and we were able to evaluate and obviously pick the team that we wanted. Um, and I think we accomplished those goals. And on top of it, I think we've got a really close-knit team right now coming out of training camp. You talked about team unity a lot during camp, and you just brought it up there. You did a lot of interesting things. I know one day we saw you're, you're throwing lawn darts, you're playing games during practice. Uh, how much stuff did you incorporate into training camp that you wouldn't have done in the last couple of years as a, as a head coach because of the situation you're in? And, yeah. and what were some of the interesting things I mean, you did and interesting results you had from Probably it? one of the... the, the best things we did early was we put our guys we had 96 guys to start camp we put them into eight groups of 12 and said that's your, your group here you're gonna you're gonna compete against the other groups but that's your group of 12 and that allowed us to have 12 guys get to know each other extremely well they were all strategically placed old young canadian american uh db wide receiver o-line d-line linebacker quarterback you know running back so all of the groups had just about one position from each um, and it forced them to talk to each other and get to know one another better and you know we did quizzes we did uh, CFL quizzes sports quizzes we did you know chemistry they had to learn you know about a little bit of life a little bit of mm -hmm. history a little bit of everything and they had to compete and and rely on each other for their answers we we you know we'd ask a question of one group and it was a linebacker question that linebacker in that group had to know that question and so they relied on that guy to help them out so and we shot free throws you know um we did the lawn darts we did some washer tosses uh, we did some fun games um, just to keep the mood light and again just for competition and to, get, to rely on each other in different ways. Uh, that was probably the best thing we did um, and one of the things that you know hearing from some of the players they felt like it worked. It definitely got our guys to know each other a little bit better. Um, I also you know we had them fill out a questionnaire early and I got a chance to talk to a few of the groups. We're still going to incorporate this during the season, but I got to talk to a few groups and really sit them down and ask them or read their questions and their answers and group them to, to see how alike they were in their group. And then, you know, you know, something so simple as saying, what's your dream vacation? And a couple guys, you know, would answer the same thing. And it's like, well, you guys have the same interests. It's something to do in the off season after you win a great cup together. Maybe you guys can take that trip, you know. So talking about jobs they've had, you know, so that you know, they get to, 
to get to know a teammate a little bit better. And so I just felt like, you know, things that were missing from us in the past is is playing for the guy next to you. And when you know that guy next to you, you play harder for him. And sometimes we get caught up in that we're just football players and we're we're just here to do a job and you're professional athletes. But really, it's about playing for Edmonton, playing for our organization, and playing for one another in that locker room. And the closer you are, the harder you'll play for somebody else. And, you know, so that was the thing. Stop playing for yourself and play for the guy next to you. And that was our, our motto kind of through camp. Message would be best team wins, right? No question. Yeah. I mean, you can't have a group of individuals. you got to have, you know, we talked about it a lot. We said, you know, you can have, you'd rather have a thousand enemies outside than one inside. And so that was a saying that we I read in the offseason and really hit home. You want to be close and you want to get rid of the guys that just don't fit in. And thankfully for us, we brought a lot of really good people out of 96. It was 96 that we could have picked from. So we did a good job. I felt like scouting department Brock and the scouts did a good job of picking character, got high character guys to come in here. And then we were able to evaluate them on talent. Nobody. Um, necessarily got sent home because of the way they acted or the way they didn't fit in. It was more just our, us having to make hard decisions on talent and who fit in the best. And, you know, I feel very strongly that we have a very close uh, team that's only going to get closer as this year goes on. And we go through some fires and some trials and tribulations, but I think more than anything, they're going to count on one another and they're going to see that that's what works and what, that's what helps us win. With all the change, how much of a challenge has this been for you as a head coach? Uh, it's been, you know, that's, that's been one of the challenges, no question, um, to have as much continuity as we've had the last three years on staff and um, with the players to change up the staff, to change up a lot of the players that you're counting on. Um, yeah, you know, it's definitely different, um, but it's also something that you look forward to and get excited about coming to work every day to work with these new new individuals. And you know, I think they've done a good job of assimilating themselves to the Eskimo way and and, and being in Edmonton and being happy being here. And um, obviously, all the guys we brought in were high character guys that fit into a locker room and um, ultimately have one goal. And it's 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 very obvious when you talk to the guys we brought in, the new guys, staff included, with that. They're ready to fight for Edmonton, and uh, it's, it's exciting. Uh, it's been a challenge, I guess, with the players, getting to know the players. The coaching staff, too, has to become a cohesive unit, and that, I know, started well before training camp. How has that gone with a couple of new coordinators coming on board and some some new position coaches? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously I've, I have a lot of familiarity with A.J. Gass and Jason Tucker, uh, Derek Oswalt back in Ottawa, um, Philip Lawley, I've heard nothing but great things of, and he's done nothing but exceed those expectations with me, just how he is with the group of guys that he's coaching with, but also with the players and his knowledge. Um, it's enlightening to talk to him every day. Um, and then obviously the, the staff, you know, um, the, the staff that I re- was able to retain, I mean, they're my guys, and, and I, I really enjoy Barron and D-Max and, um, you know, Gibby and Prinny and, uh, Jordan Maximic's been nothing but a, a, a stud since we've gotten him, and he's just gotten better and better at what he's done. And you know, he's he's definitely helped me out in training camp, being able to be that offense coordinator that I envisioned, and uh, be able to run the offense and stuff like that. So we have a great group, and um, you know, I'm very thrilled with those guys leading our team. You mentioned Philip Lawley. I remember even going back to 14 and 15 when he was here on Chris Jones' staff, but talking to him uh, through this training camp, he's just a guy who, like, he's seen so much, uh, and he, he just loves to talk football, and it's just, every time I walk over and go, I wish that conversation could have been longer because you, you, you throw in the southern drawl, the great stories. I mean, he's just a he's just a real interesting guy to be around and listen to. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely that. I mean, he's southern as southern gets. I mean, you can when you talk to him 
you know, it's funny when you hear him talk, you, you close your eyes, you hear Chris Jones too. They have the same type of accent and things like that. So, but his knowledge is unbelievable and the things that he's seen and done. I mean, we were just talking today about Paul Bear Bryant and he, you know, he remembers, you know, sitting down talking with him um, and doing things with, with Paul Bear Bryant. So that just tells you his lineage and where he's come from and stuff like that. So um, there's always a story. If you, if you want to sit down and hear some football, good football stories, great ones, you know, you take a time, take a lunch with Philip, and you'll hear him. So, you know, he's been a great addition to our staff, and obviously our players are going to reap the benefits of, of a man like him. And so much time at Auburn. I mean, that's the SEC, right? Like, that's that's the heart of football in college, football yeah. in the States, right? So he's seen everything. Big-time yeah. football. So, no, he's uh, he's been there. He's done that. Um, you know, this is nothing new to him being being in a, on a big stage and things like that. And I think he's excited about the opportunity here, too, to coach this defense. And, to, to be a part of Edmonton again. Have you ever, as a player or a coach, been around a team that's had this much change in one season? And in particular, from the player's standpoint, so many leaders have left the team and, and you've kind of swapped out so many leaders on a team. Um, probably not my time in Edmonton. Um, you know, I, I don't think we've ever had, you know, this much sudden change. I know in 2005, we brought a lot of veterans in that year mm -hmm. and we were, you know, very good. Um, but you know my time in Hamilton, going to Hamilton, I know that year we they revamped that off that that team a little bit, and we had a lot of new new pieces. Um, but no, I mean this team, we definitely. Um, I think I looked at it the other day. It was 53 out of the 96 people on our team picture last year are gone. I mean, wow. or something like that. So it's it's quite a bit. I mean, it's it's one of those things, or maybe it stayed. I don't know. But there's a big number that aren't here from last year. So you know, it, it was a, a big onus this year to 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 get guys in here that we could count on to be good character guys. And like I said, pick the right people. And I, I think we did a great job of that. Uh, just to keep you up to date on the basketball game, first quarter is over. The Raptors trail by six to Golden State. You a big basketball fan, Jason? I, I watched it growing up. I mean, obviously, I'm rooting for Toronto. I mean, I'm Canadian now, so I, I'd, I'd like to see him pull it off. I think the country is behind him, and I, you got to love that. I love the passion of Canada, and so definitely, I, I, you know, I think the Golden State Warriors have been great champions, and, you know, it'd be nice to see Kawhi Leonard go in there and, and do that thing for Toronto. I think it's pretty spectacular what they've been able to accomplish so far. The sights and the sounds have been terrific from there. I know today it's pouring rain, and they're just, they've been lined up to get into Jurassic Park for two days, and it's pouring rain, and everybody's just out there having a great time. Yeah, there's nothing quite like that energy that people have for, for a team and for a country, and so it's nice to see Canada support them all throughout the, the, the country, so not just in Toronto. Always fine. That's one of the coolest things about sports is how it brings a community together and everybody's friendly with everybody and they're cheering their team on yeah no i think that's that's what what sports are all about i mean um i just i talked to d-day just past 75 year history right and i was reading something the other day on that and i know in 42 43 and 44 cfl wasn't even going because of world war ii and but the nhl was and major league baseball was and it was part of that was so that people had something to take their mind off and, mm -hmm. and they could they could get to another place and watch sports um, you know, that's something that's incredible to me when I think about that, how sports does change your mindset and changes people and, and things like that. So, you know, sports is a great thing. It's the Eskimos Coaches Show with Jason Moss. My name is Morley Scott. We're brought to you tonight by Jiffy Lube. Uh, we'll take a break. Be back with more here on The Voice of One Empire, 630 Chet. The Eskimos Coaches Show with Moss and Morley. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where you can earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeService.ca on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad.
Back on the Coaches Show with Eskimo Head Coach Jason Moss. My name is Morley Scott. It is a 7.48. we got a few more minutes to spend with the coach. I want to talk to uh, talk to you, Jason, about your team and just kind of give me a little synopsis. Uh, there's so many new players, uh, so many different styles, but let's. I'll just throw it at you. Offense. Tell me about your offense this year under Trevor Harris and what people can expect and what's going to look different. Well, I mean, the one thing about Trevor is he's a little bit different than Mike. I mean, the things that he was asked to do in Ottawa, we've tried to implement. So, you know, he's, he's a commander of... Uh, the Sally game. He's great at play actions. He's he can throw the ball everywhere around the field that he needs to. He's he's quick reader uh, of defenses to get the ball out of his hands. You know, um, very well. He has a lot of experience in this offense. As much as Mike was in this offense for three to five years, Trevor's been in it for eight. I mean, so that's a there's a big difference in that. And so, um, you know, Trevor's experience is going to be valuable. And the way we're going to approach this, this season, you know, with him controlling it is going to be a little bit different. So people will see a little bit different things than, than, than the past year. I don't want to give away everything. You'll just see it on the field. It'll be most likely a little bit noticeable. Um, but, you know, obviously we, we feel like our strength is our O-line and our running back for sure. I mean, we feel like we can be able to run the ball on people. You know, we had 1,000-yard back last year. I think if C.J. State healthy for all 18 games he surpasses that um our receiving core you know he's going to be very comfortable with greg uh ricky collins is going to do his thing i think he's a he's a guy that uh whether he flew under the radar or not i we feel very mm-hmm. good that we got him because i think he's gonna you know come out and have a great year he's a great route runner uh he's tough with the ball in his hand so you know I, i'd like that davaris and kenny and kevin those are three other americans that we have on and bobo they're all complimentary. I mean, they're, they've got some very good skill. Um, they're going to do some very good things for us. Um, you know, they all have a different attribute about them that's very nice. So we, we're going to be able to utilize all of them. And then Shai Ross, McMaster, Nate, and Tavon. I mean, those are some great Canadians. So we're going to work them in. Um, they've all got different levels of experience. So Nate is the most experienced of those guys. But uh, proven through camp, you know, there'll be guys that uh, catch people's attention. So, you know, I, I like our offense. I like how it's, it sets up. Um, again, it'll just be a little bit different when Trevor running it. But I think for, for good, we'll, we'll see some good things come out of it. Defensively, uh, you only give up one touchdown defensively in two preseason games, and it just shows you the style is there, the the scheme is there. Different guys playing it in both games, but it was successful. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be aggressive on defense. There's no question about that. I mean, one of Lolly's things is to to pressure the quarterback, to affect the quarterback on every snap, whether that's by rushing a lot of people or not, or just doing different things. But we definitely want to affect the quarterback on every snap, um, have that mindset. We're going to be very aggressive this year on defense. So we're going to be able to play man. We're going to be able to play different zones. Um, we're going to give you different, be able to give different looks. But the one thing I can assure you that you're going to notice is the hustle on the field. Our guys will fly around to the ball. Um, there'll be a lot of guys around the ball. And one of our mantras this, this, this preseason or this, uh, this camp was get the ball, get the ball back. I mean, we want, we want to be the best at that. And so, you know, in order, in order to do that, you got to hustle to the ball on everything. Uh, one of Lolly's good sayings that I, I've picked up is, the more I hustle, the luckier I get. And so that's what we want to be is lucky. And, uh, and that comes from hustle. <laughs> so I, I think that's going to be um, a mindset that we take uh, playing good te- team defense, but it's going to be physical and it's going to be fast. Special teams. Special teams is going to be, uh, it's going to be everyone, everyone involved. I mean, we, we talked about at the beginning of the year that you don't take yourself out in offense or defense. 
Yeah, I mean, you can take yourself out on offense and defense for reps. You can't take yourself on special teams. So the guys we have begged to start are starters for a reason, and they'll finish the game. So we want everyone to leave their mark on special teams. I mean, we want to be a dominant unit on that. So AJ's got his schemes. We've we've learned them. We've you know got our techniques down. It's a matter of going out and proving ourselves. Um, you know, obviously, emphasis has been on the return. You've seen returns be better in our preseason. Um, you know, and that's been uh, highly emphasized. So our guys are doing the right things. It's just a matter of going out now and doing it more consistently for 18 games. But I like what I'm seeing so far um, from all of our guys on special teams, the effort they're displaying, their attention to detail, the things that we work on on a daily day basis, how it's great and attentive our guys in our meetings. You know, we've, we've definitely had the mindset now it's a team thing so our team our whole team stays in for every team meeting for every rep we watch we watch it together so guys are all accountable to being great on special teams Montreal Alouettes here on Friday night to open up the regular season uh, it's a 7 o'clock start 5.30 for the countdown to kickoff here in 6.30 Chad with myself Dave Campbell uh, Blake Dermott Brendan Escott will all be on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium for this one also there will be one Fred Stamps who signed a one day contract with the Eskimos in the offseason to retire as an Eskimo, uh, you spent a lot of time with Fred Stamps. Tell me about him. What comes to mind when I say Fred Stamps? Oh, uh, just a great, great receiver. Um, you know, I remember the first moment I saw Fred down in Florida. We had a workout down there, and he was a part of it. And you could tell right away. I mean, he was very easy to throw the ball to. You could read his body language extremely well. That's something that uh, most quarterbacks will tell you about their favorite receivers: is they're easy to throw to. They can see when they're going to break and where to put the ball. And obviously, he had a great catch radius anyway. So. Um, man, he's tough. I mean, he went through some things that mo- most people can't go through and, and, and did well with it. So, um, you know, I'm thrilled that we were able to sign him back for a day and he can retire in Eskimo, and he deserves that. He's a very, very much in the, in the record books here in Edmonton and a well-deserved uh, retirement as an Eskimo. The Eskimos' uh, Twitter account tweeted out some highlights this week, and you forget, like, those hands, they're, they're, nothing got away from him. They're as good as anybody. I mean, he made some big-time catches. A lot of them against Calgary, I know that. Um, you know, but overall, I mean, he was just one of those guys that you could throw it up to and he can make a catch, a spectacular one. But I'm telling you, as a quarterback, he was just easy to throw to. He was just one of those guys that made your job a lot easier. Montreal Alouettes on Friday. How tough is the first game? You don't know anything about the other team except for, you know, what's been in the bank from years past. They have a new defensive coordinator who hasn't been in the CFL, hasn't been in football for a while. Uh, how difficult is it to prepare for yeah, that? I mean, that's the hardest part for us offensively going into this game is not knowing exactly what their plan is. If you go off of preseason games, you'll have a plan. And then if, if they change it, you got to change. And so, you know, we watched their games from last year. So we have an idea if he decides to do anything like that, we'll know what to do, what we like. Um, but ultimately, it's it's that wild card that you have to pre- that you can't prepare for. So you know we've we we have the mindset on offense, especially to do what we do best and let them react to us and play fast. And um, you know if we know what we're doing, Trevor makes good decisions. You know we'll like we'll like where we end up at the end of the night. And same thing for our whole team. I mean they could show you one thing in the preseason, still hold on to things, and we just got to be able to, to react fast and adjust. And I think that's what the first game, the first couple weeks of the season are like because you don't have a lot of film to study uh, and to work on. Um, you know, so that, that's always the hardest part. You know, football's gen- generally a chess match, and, and you know what the teams are doing, and you try to implement and impose your will, and it's always going to be an adjustment at times, but teams den- de- generally have tendencies. Uh, right now, no one has any. So, you know, that's the hard part of football early in the season. 
Uh, quick answer from me on this one. What do you want to see the identity of your team be this year? I just want to see a, a close team. I mean, I want to see us fight for each other. Um, you know, we'll know what that looks like. I can tell you that. And that's what, what I care about more than anything. You know, you notice in the locker room, you notice it on the field. You'll notice if guys care for one another and fight for each other. And that's really right now. I feel like that's the most important thing we're going to do. And you're probably happy to hear there's a, I know there's a group of guys together watching a basketball game tonight all together. So that no certainly question. is uh, part of the plan. Jason, uh, great to have you back for another year in the show. I look forward to talking to you all season long. Perfect. Thank you. That's Eskimos head coach Jason Moss. That's been the Coach's Show, week number one, brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Have a great night, everybody.